like was preset to like loop and then just stop recording like we were doing an audio track. But it seems to be moving okay now, so we'll try this again. Welcome to the Connect the Dots Gambling Podcast, take two. Um, we're back. Back. I know everybody's been anxiously awaiting because um, we didn't we didn't say anything. We just stopped stopped for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's how we do it. That's how we roll. Not to mention... Uh, Keep you on your toes. Yeah, everybody's pretty much ready for football at this point, I think. Yeah, we've, we've been in the long, uh, the long uh, time, the doldrums of uh, waiting from the end of the football season in February, where you're coming off the high of the Super Bowl, uh, waiting till free agency, and then the draft, and the draft just feels so fucking far away from when we ended the season. You figure, what, well, we were done the second week of February, and we're at the end of April, that's too long. What, it should just be immediate? Yeah, well, not immediate, but like, I don't know, it could probably be in March. To right? scooch everything forward, create yeah. more space for how, the, like how, how much extra weeks they're going to be tacking on to these right, guys. Right, exactly. How, mu- how much film could you watch on a guy? Like, at yeah, a certain point, you, you know what you got. So we're going to talk about the NFL draft a little bit. It's coming up this week as we record. It's happening Thursday. Today is Monday, the... 24th, I guess. Yeah. So the draft is Thursday. Do you know where the draft is located? Kansas City. Kansas City. Weird spot, right? I don't think of Kansas City as like, I don't know. I never think of Kansas City, so I don't know what it's like there. (laughs) (laughs) Fortuitous, I think. You know, coming off the Super Bowl, it makes sense. It's a traveling road show. Sure. So a good draft is is a good flat space. You've been to, have you been to one or two? Two. Two. You did Cleveland and Tennessee? Mm -hmm. Which did you like better? Tennessee? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Sense. For sure. But I did make the field goal at Cleveland Stadium versus Nashville. Mm, distance? 25 yards. 25 yarder? Yeah. Nice. Would have been good from 35. You think so? <laughs> oh, yeah. I got the footage. I'll show you. You'd be like, All oh, right. yeah, that's good from 35. Just All don't right, overthink great. it. Yeah, you just get up there and rip it. It's like yeah. anything else. You don't overthink it. Golf, disc golf, just get up there. Yeah, the first time I tried it, I definitely overthought it. wanted to have like a step mm-hmm. pattern. Yeah, you were like marking off your steps. Yeah, like yeah. non-steadered for my era back in the... <laughs> You know, the 70s. Yeah. He was probably a punter. That'd be funny. No, you got to roll out there smoking a heater like sea bass. Yeah. <laughs> She's hanging off his lip. Heater. That's funny. Uh, but yeah, we're going to talk about the NFL draft. I'm going to throw some draft uh, bet props at you to see see what you like. Um, I also just wanted to talk a little bit about the, the drafts in general, since both of our teams uh, were not good last year. Uh, yours better than mine, kind of still in contention towards the end of the season. Uh, and the draft is always that kind of time for, for hope. You know, you get excited. You know, everyone uh, has this cachet of like, hey, if we do this, 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 you have the potential. We haven't seen the guys on an NFL field yet, so you don't know who sucks. Uh, although you might have an idea. I, mean, I think Will, Will Levis sucks. That's one of my draft takes. Um, I love Anthony Richardson from Florida. I think he's going to be really good. So, yeah, we'll just kind of mosey around and, and see what we come up with. Outside of Culpepper, size-wise, sure. the kid from Florida is closest uh-huh. to Cam Newton. Yeah. yeah Identical. He, his measurables stack up very well to Cam Newton. Uh, the difference being Cam Newton had, you know, one of the greatest collegiate seasons of all time, won a national championship at Auburn and was uh, uh, unstoppable. Richardson did not have that kind of success at Florida. As you know, Florida was not good. 
Um, granted, I don't think he had much help, and that's, I'm not a tape grinder myself. I don't have the access nor the time. Unfortunately, I have to work a full-time job. <laughs> you know, I can't sit around grinding, grinding film. <laughs> but um, listening to the people that do is like he did not get a ton of help. Is there some things he needs to clean up on? Absolutely. He's only had 13 collegiate starts, which is not many. Yeah, when you hear those types of numbers, you think back quarterbacks that come out with that little, you know, amount of games don't fare well. It may be a two-year project. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. But uh, the tools are there. He's essentially like he's, he's a defensive end that can play quarterback, and he's got an absolute cannon. So I'm all in on that, dude. Um, the other quarterbacks, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud from Ohio State, Bryce Young from Alabama. Uh, Vegas has all but told you that, C that Bryce Young is going to be the number one overall pick since the Panthers traded up. Uh, last I looked, he was minus 1,000 to go first overall, so that one's kind of... You can't even bet it. can't even bet it on DraftKings. It's not even there anymore. Texans have now... Uh, there's rumors that they're not taking a quarterback. The whole process up until recently was... Okay, it's going to go Young and then probably Stroud because the Texans obviously need a quarterback. You can't go into another season with Davis Mills, right? That dude's not the best. Uh, but the argument is the roster's so bad all around it. The cat's fired up. He's found a big spring. Uh, the roster's so bad around it. Build up the roster first and then go get your quarterback is kind of the thought process, either next year, later in the draft, whatever. So. Uh, there's not a consensus at number two. There are reports that I think it's most likely a trade. I think they're trading out of that spot. Makes the most sense to me. Because you're not taking a quarterback and you're worried about the shape of your roster, hop on out of there to one of those teams that want a quarterback. It would be a trade partner for two. It would have to be a team desperately wanting a quarterback. Well, Indianapolis, which, prevents, uh, which presents some complications being a division rival. You know, teams are kind of weird about that. And I get it. You want to really want to trade with Indy and then you take Stroud and like Stroud's awesome. And then you have to play him two times a year for like 10 years. You know, I could see that. Uh, Vegas is the next one that comes up on the list that needs a quarterback. Past that, you're looking at teams like Tennessee, Tampa Bay, a little further down the draft, picking 19th, I believe. They may be a little bit too far out of range. So realistically, you're looking at, I'd say Indianapolis, Las Vegas, and Tennessee are the three that most commonly get brought up as far as trading up for a quarterback. Of those three, who's most likely that's going to come up that high? That seems very presumptuous to, to have to move up. Well, the Colts and Raiders are both still in the top ten. So if you're the Texans, you could drop back a couple spots, still pick in the top ten. Tennessee just outside at 11. Um, and there's just like, and here's the problem with the draft being so far away, is there's so many rumors that come up. Everything keeps changing, and more rumors, and more rumors, and more rumors, and over-analysis. So the reports that the Raiders initially were talking with the Bears about the first overall pick, so they've kind of indicated that they're willing to move up. Um, the Colts have not been shy about wanting a quarterback. Ursay's like said it. He's like, hey, we need a quarterback to develop and like play. Um, and then Tennessee, the, the latest rumors, are aggressively looking to move up inside the top 10, top five for a quarterback. Um, Tannehill being available if you need, you know, a 35-year-old quarterback that hasn't really done much. The Vikings also kind of like a stealth might be looking yeah, to set up I, the future. 
past Kirk Cousins. I, yeah, and I think Kirk should take offense to that. Yeah? Yeah. Chip on his shoulder? Well, if they bring in, if they use a first-round pick on a quarterback, I would be highly offended. Kind of an Aaron Rodgers situation? Oh, speaking of, fuck, we should talk about that. Aaron Rodgers got traded to the Jets today. Yeah. Big, well, it was going to get done. Did you see mm-hmm. it? It looks about right. I thought the Jets gave up too much. They kind of backed themselves into a corner, so I get it. Um, they swap first-round picks essentially yeah. this year, so they jump up from 15 to 13, or the Jets, I should say, drop back to 15. Packers move up to 13. Um, there's a fifth-round pick in there. I just had the compensation in front of me from, I think, Jack Bigelow. Yeah. Uh, Packers get the 13th pick, the 42nd pick, which is the second overall, a 2024 second that becomes a first if Rodgers plays 65% of the snaps. So assuming health for Aaron Rodgers and he plays at least half the season, a little over half the season, um, they're getting an extra first-round pick for a quarterback approaching his 40s um, that is kind of showing signs of slowing down a little bit, I'd say. So, like, what... I, and I get that, like, well, what did the Jets leverage have? Like, what was the Packers leverage? Right. They, they weren't going to pay him. You know, at a certain point, you either had to, like, put him on your roster or not. And he had a massive cap number. So why did the, I don't know, it just seemed like a lot, but whatever. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> it's the done. done. Yeah, anyways, roster. And then uh, Zach Wilson ends up. I forgot Zach Wilson existed until you said his name. Right. So, so pile uh, in back there up. With, you know, he's going to back the other up ones like yeah. a heap pile. He's going to back up Rodgers this year and of all the positions, probably just be cut at, at some it, point in the draft. Sure. As a group. Sure. So we're talking in groups. I would think the wide receiver groups are probably truest to the projections. Boom. I would say the quarterbacks are probably the so most you're just saying volatile, easiest transition from, from pro- college yeah. to the pro. Or put it this way, who's most likely to succeed or or hit their expectations coming out of college based on their draft potential? I would say running backs and wide receivers. I would say wide receivers, running backs, and then we'd have to get into whether it's edge rushers, O-line, tight Mm -hmm. ends, uh, skill positions. And quarterback is just such a – or is it so just magnified? I think it's magnified. And the expectations in that position can can be tricky, you know. Um, if you look at NFL quarterbacks taken in the first round, I think they say normally what the hit rate is probably less than 50%, like the guy being good, which I guess you could say about any, any pick. Um, we'll look up quarterbacks taken in the first round, uh, selected in the first round. Uh, but yeah, that one's tricky because of the mental side of it, the expectations put on it. Uh, the different systems that colleges are running. Uh, your circumstance matters a lot. Like, I don't d- doubt Pat Mahomes is awesome no matter where you stick him, but you, you could see a universe where his career goes differently if he was taken by, uh, I don't know, the Browns, and he had to, like, have Hugh Jackson as a coach instead of Andy Reid. Like, those type of things matter as wow, well. Wow, that's, that's pretty deep. Because I would think, yeah, his talent alone would carry him regardless. You would think, but you kind of need those. Um, you need those uh, other things to be in place. It's it's probably the most, I'd say, situation dependent as well. And as always, quarterback looks really hard to play. Looks super Extremely hard. Extremely hard to play. Um, another big news: NFL got new owner. 
No Daniel Snyder? Yeah. I don't remember the new guy's name. White guys failing R- upward. Rich white guy. Fail you upward. Know? There you go. Dan Snyder. What was the, the final selling price? A little over 6B. That's like a $5 billion profit. Whew. Let's see. Quarterbacks taken in the first round. That took me forever. I was trying to talk in Google. So last year it was just Kenny Pickett. You like Kenny. Jerry's, I, I think Jerry's still I, I'd say that's a thumbs up. Tiny uh, thumb. To, um, a tiny little thumb. 2021, you had Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, and Mac Jones. So Trevor Lawrence looks good. Looks, he's the Andrew Luck, and you're quick to remind me, like, Dad, yes. you're not a genius. He's not Zach, a highly talented guy. Zach Wilson looks really bad. He, he had never that, should ever have a C on his chest. No, he had that fun pro day throw. Like, oh, you see that? Oh, you see well, that hey. Zach Wilson throw? Uh, banging friends' moms. Uh, Trey Lance can't stay healthy. That's being a good friend, though, don't you think? What, man? <laughs> I need you to do me a solid. I care. <laughs> Get my mom off my back. Uh, I, uh, I don't think that's being a good friend. I'd actually put it in the opposite category. Uh, for just future reference, I would like none of my friends to have sex with any of my family members. <laughs> just putting it out there. Um, Justin Fields, looks good? I think so. You know, and I think if you see anything with, like, even Jalen, you know, passing can be taught even at that late stage because Hurts wasn't that type of thrower till last year. So, you know, if you have a guy that's Justin Fields and I think playing at Ohio State is a mm-hmm. handicap to these guys in some way. That's kind of a knock on Stroud. It's like, well, look who he was playing with. He was playing with Marvin Harrison Jr., who's like yeah. the best wide receiver prospect since yeah. like Randy Moss. I think like, he's awesome. guys when they're that open. Yeah, right? That's so true. he's playing with uh, JSN and uh, Jack, Jackson Smith and Jigba, for those uninitiated. Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, like a lot of really good wide receivers that Stroud got to play with. So that's kind of the knock against him. And when you roll it back from that point forward, you do think, because those guys were extremely successful in the NFL, which goes back to that point, that that's the truer position, that you're mm-hmm. going to get what you saw in the after. More often than not. Yeah, More if you're back and hit you, you're open. Um, 2020, Joe Burrow, Tua, Herbert, Love. Ugh, could have been a commander. <laughs> so Tua, Burrow, or not Tua, that, sorry. Just Herbert, Burrow, class. great. Tua, probably okay. If you, scrambled you know, eggs. Scrambled eggs, unfortunately. Jordan Love, we don't know. Hasn't got to see the field. This will be the year. Uh, how funny it would be if the Packers just took another quarterback this round instead? Like uh, Jordan Love I, just I, keeps sitting forever. I think they take a quarterback, but not in this round. No, not in the first round. Um, 2019, now you have Kyler. Daniel Jones and, oh, Dwayne Haskins, RIP. Yeah, well, that um, was one of the commander's picks there, quarterback did. Again, if we would have Herbert versus sure the linebacker. But, uh, yeah, that wasn't a good class. Baker, Sam Darnold, Josh Allen, Josh Rosen, Lamar Jackson. There's two good ones in there. Yeah, that's tough. It's, it's hard. Like 40%. Mitch, Mahomes, Watson, poor Mitch. Tough group to be in. Goff, Wentz, Paxton Lynch, 2016. Where is How about Paxton? Jerry Goff? He's in like the XFL or something. He's really? Horrible. Yeah, he's horrible. Fucking bowling ball in it. He's horrible. And now we're back in 2015. Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, both not um, great. 14 Bortles, Manziel, Bridgewater, straight across the board, bums. Uh, and then 2013, the only quarterback draft in the first round was E.J. Manuel, who's a bum. Florida so, State. 
Yeah, go Knowles. So yeah, it, it's it's like a forty percent proposition. That if you're, that that got bad, it got, it got there's dark. There's some collectively. There's some dark times. Yeah, there. I mean, there's a couple that are stand out. You know, I was I was preaching Jacksonville yesterday, getting hard. So, you know, there were some some stars in that bunch, but collectively, you probably mentioned fifteen names, and collectively, you probably have four good ones yeah four good ones yeah four or five playing quarterbacks it's tough and and the whole process is tough like at the end of the day you can only just make like your best educated guess you still don't know until they suit up on an nfl field you know but you try to be more informed than others um betting wise some things i wanted to toss at you DraftKings currently does not have odds on the first or second overall pick they start at three the leader there is cj stroud at plus 230 Right now, the Cardinals are picking third. This is kind of baking in. They probably don't anticipate Arizona making that pick. Well, I guess if you're taking Stroud, you don't anticipate Arizona making that pick because they don't seem like they're taking a quarterback. And they paid him. They paid Kyler a bunch. You can't really. You know, what would that say? I mean, he's so tiny. I would imagine emotionally he's tiny as well. So you can't take that. (laughs) You can't take that quarterback there. There's nothing to base that on. It's just, just like, the size. He's fucking soft. Look at this, that little. This, again, I can't get past the fact that he has to like well, Jay, launch the football. Jalen Hurts isn't much bigger. He can squat like 600 pounds. Much bigger than Kyler? Yeah. Oh, he's, he's a short massive. guy. He's thick. Well, Kyler's thick, too. Um, if you're thinking Arizona's actually going to keep that pick, Tyree Wilson, the defensive end out of Texas, is plus 250. Will Anderson, the dude that's just always in the backfield in Alabama, He's plus 250. And Paris Johnson, the offensive tackle from Ohio State, is plus 350. Uh, that's the most recent one I saw today is Paris – or I'm sorry, I said Paris Jones. Paris Johnson, Jr. Um, that the Cardinals like him a lot. And as Ty Bills pointed out, that's the best way to improve your offensive line is to take a really good tackle high in the draft. It tends to work. Yeah, and your guys are just next level talking about linemen. It's the most bizarre thing when I see oh, yeah. your guys' this thread. I never respond to any of it because I have no idea what you no, guys are talking great. about. Yeah. And where is the amount of time? Does nobody work? No, it's podcasts and Twitter. That kind of synthesizes it all for you. Yeah, but you guys are texting in the middle of the day, all day. Well, sure. I have my phone on me while I'm at work. <laughs> <laughs> Do I work? Sure. <laughs> Do I have my phone? Yeah, I'm addicted. It's a problem. You know? Uh, it does It does start early. Every once in a while, there'll be a straight conversation where I'm like, I don't, why did this start so early? And I don't want any part of it. <laughs> and after after dinner, it trans- transgresses into bets. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like oh, I, also, yeah, I also like the Suns. Yeah, <laughs> me and the yeah. kids aren't going to Disney this year, obviously. Uh, let's see, anything else interesting here? Seventh pick, my beloved Las Vegas Raiders, Christian Gonzalez, the cornerback out of Oregon, is the favorite there at plus 275. Devon Weatherspoon, plus 300. They also like Peter Skaronsky, who's an offensive tackle out of Northwestern, which is just like the perfect name for an offensive tackle out of Northwestern. Skaronsky. Skaronsky. So they have these odds set by team? No, by draft oh, so, number. So if that gets moved, it wouldn't be the Raiders. It would be somebody else. Right. You're just kind you of, don't know. You're just kind of trying to pigeonhole a guy in a in a slot. Um, there are fun ones like, let me condense those because there's a lot of those. Uh, draft position. Yeah, there you go. So this one, like Anthony Richardson, over or under four and a half, will he be the fourth overall pick or under, or will he go later than four? The, later, the, odds. the over is minus 330, so they're saying Richardson's probably not going to be a top four pick. Yeah. 
minus 330? Minus 330. Yeah. That's horrible. Mm hmm. <clears throat> Uh, Hendon Hooker. This one's just kind of a bet as if you think Hendon Hooker is going to be a first round pick or not. Over under 31 and a half, his draft slot. I don't think so, right? I'd be very surprised. Yeah, he's a second round guy. He's old, coming off a knee injury. Well, old for the class. He's 24, coming off a knee injury. And the offense he played in, like Tennessee wasn't like a real, there's nothing really you can compare it to in the NFL. They were just chucking bombs, like constantly. Mismatch um, football. If you take the over, you're actually getting plus money there. Plus 140 for Hendon Hooker to go in the second round. Really? So yeah. they think somebody will reach? Mm-hmm. That seems, again, that might just go back to the point playing quarterback very hard. Yeah, and it's kind of a popular... popular he wouldn't go behind the Kentucky guy that you hate. No, Will Levis is probably going to go top 15, I'd imagine. Because he's yoked. He is. He's massive. He's like fucking Tim Tebow. And, like, some points, that's a knock. Like, can you be too jacked to play quarterback? Like, does it start affecting your mobility when you can't turn your fucking neck because your traps are too huge or whatever the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. See, Will Levis has done nothing to me personally to get this type of animosity. But it just, bo- like, it just bothers me. Like, this guy's going to suck. Like, I see it. Why, it. Like, without watching a single snap of Kentucky football, like, I know what I need to know uh, for this guy. Uh, but yeah, the reason being, there's a popular theory that you trade up into the tail end of the first round, you get that extra year on the contract. So you get that five years of control instead of four. So if somebody was going to take Hendon in the early second round, they might just scoop up into the late first round. I don't see it. I just don't think he's good enough. Combined with the age and the injury, uh, it doesn't make sense to me. That kind, I kind of like that bet a lot of him dropping out of the um, first round. Jalen Carter, the massive defensive tackle from Georgia, under six and a half, so be a top five pick essentially, is plus 165. I think his floor is Seattle at five. Like, I don't think he gets past. And is that the kid that had the incident with the vehicle? Yeah, that seems like that got resolved. So, Howie Rosen's his agent. I saw an interview with Howie. Is Howie Rosen? Howie Rosen's the general manager of the Eagles. You think of Drew Rosenhaus? Drew Rosenhaus. There you go. go. I just saw it. (laughs) Wrong guy. Well, yeah, that'd be weird if Howie was representing one of the prospects. That seems like not something you should be able to do. Um, our guy, Joey Porter Jr., 19 and a half. Do you think the commanders, if he's sitting there, that that's a guy they they take? Yeah, lockdown cornerback, yeah. Why wouldn't we? And you we're guys are picking about 16, I think? I mean, we were home people under 20 all of last year. So, yeah, that'd be perfect. I'd be, I'd be pleased with that. My favorite for you guys is Bijan Robinson, if he gets to the mid-teens. One-two. One-two. Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, Position totals. I like this one. Over, under, uh, five-and-a-half defensive backs taken in the first round. That gets you all the cornerbacks, gets you any safeties. See, that's tough. Well, there's not a lot of first-round safeties. But cornerbacks. Cornerbacks, yes. I think there's like one safety kind of talked about maybe going in the first round. So basically um, it's cornerbacks. Cornerbacks. You think six defensive backs are going to be gone in the first round. Seems I, high. I, I kind of think so. I, 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 I would guess three is a lock. There's at least going to be Gonzalez, Witherspoon, and Porter. Then you get into guys like Banks from Maryland, um, the real skinny guy. Here's, yeah, the guy I don't like at five, Emmanuel Forbes, six one, one sixty six. Who are you going to tackle? That size is going to scare dudes. Like I, I, I kind of like the under there. I think that goes under. There's some other ones I like. 
Uh, total quarterback drafted in the first round, that's kind of just the same bet as do you think Hendon Hooker will go in the first round? Four and a half is what they set that at. So you get the three guys that are a lock, or four guys like that are a lock. Under, I should say. the under price? Under is plus 140. You get plus money there, too. There you go, guys. There's one for you. Yeah. Under four and a half. Embrace the unders. Yeah. Total running backs drafted There's in the first round. There's not going to be five QBs taken in round one. I don't think so. There can't be. There well, there's the four. Five good ones. Bryce, CJ, Levis, Richardson. Those are all first-round quarterbacks. So it's just a matter oh. of do you think do you think Hendon Hooker's a first-round quarterback tricky. or not? So, yeah, there's going to be four. I probably have a little bit of hate because I did have a ticket on him, too. This is what probably this year? is probably my favorite, and I wanted to talk it out with you. Uh, Mr. Irrelevant, final pick of the draft, to be an offensive player or kicker or to be a defensive player slash punter. You can get minus 125 if you think it's going to be an offensive player or a kicker. You can get minus 105 if you think defensive player or punter. So slight edge to the defense. Slight edge to the offense. They, they're more inclined to think it's going to be an offensive player. But, yeah, betting-wise, you get slightly better odds if you pick defensive player. Yeah, I'd go there just in terms of just the percentage. It's almost even money. It's even you're, you're essentially taking a guess, you know. I don't know what it was last year. Do we know? Quarterback, it was Brock Purdy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's silly. Yeah, you remember that? That's silly. Now I do. The Brocket chip, the Brock star. <laughs> From? Uh, Iowa State. The Cyclone. Cyclone. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, that's some of the draft props I like, some of the ones I was looking at. Do you have any uh, guys that tickled your fancy in this draft that you were excited about? Or are you, are you a big draft guy? Like, do you get into the first round? Not, not so much. You know, not so much. It doesn't, you know, again, I don't know that I have the capacity or Just the, the bandwidth to like, yeah, pay attention. Like, right. You know, and there was more distracting things this year, obviously, than rolling out betting in Ohio. And sure. I was worried, like, you know, I won't be that guy sitting on my couch betting Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, mm-hmm. Friday. And then you find the excuses, right? Here come the excuses. Football ends. You cash your check if you're lucky enough to have one cent in the sure. house or whatever. Then it starts out with, well, March Madness. I mean, I got about the turn. Right? What am I going to do? I got 190 left. Yeah. I got, you know, I'm not going to have tickets. And then, you know, then the NBA starts pivoting towards the playoffs. And then the baseball yeah. starts. And you start to lead sure. into these in-game things. And next thing you know, you got four baseball bats. You got... You're like, I'm not even watching these baseball Yeah, games. and the next thing you know, it's like I've reloaded at least two times, if I'm being honest. I hope yeah. I didn't reload three times. So <laughs> I'm putting 250 on there <laughs> pop. <laughs> And it's I got, a blur. Yeah, again, yeah. and it's not what I, my intent All is. All the bonus money from DraftKings is gone. Right. Got me. And then even when you get down to like 30, you just hang on to it. So they're like $10 sure. bets. Yeah, you're, you're making like a $5. You're yeah. and you're like, yeah. let me get this. You know, and I was falling in love with betting on Milwaukee, yeah. the Brewers, and I was hitting Tampa Bay Ooh, a couple times. The Brew so. Crew. Yeah, so I was probably more baseball than, than the basketball kind of got me, so... Yeah, the playoffs got me. I just could not get a feel for this. We should look and see who YSU signed to play basketball, see if there's been any updates to that team coming out of last year. We'll have to get into that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know when college basketball recruiting goes on. Uh, but, yes, I would like to get invested in the YSU yeah, season. Yeah, was a lot of fun. Sooner than later. And, again, because I think there's a good opportunity as well. Because, like, how, how accurate could you be handicapping Horizon League basketball, you know? Yeah, and what fun, right? That was good. It time. was fun. It was yeah, a blast. They, they re-signed the coach, so I'm pretty ecstatic about that. Good. Coach is back. You know, when Aaron Rodgers is on the TV right now, when mm-hmm. it was the first time 
YouTube videos came out was that year. And they were saying that the draft was the first real life like YouTube event that ever happened because you could watch people in misery, like Aaron yeah. sitting there falling, falling, yeah. falling, 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 falling. Yeah, I've always been a big draft guy. Uh, and I think part of that stems from the team I report has been bad for a long time. So the draft has always been So you're an optimist. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. And I'm probably a pessimist. Yeah. Uh, but it, the, the hope fades very I think I could take the stigma off now of knowing my team's going to suck with the ownership change. Oh, so a new a new new leaf. You're like, hey, Dan's right. gone, right? Because that's what we've talked about it before. Like, top down, bad ownership, you're gonna have a bad team. That's just kind of how it goes. Yeah, and and you turned me on to that scorecard, which was pretty sad. Oh yeah, right. I mean, we were one of the worst teams in the NFL across all those. For those that don't know what we're referencing, the Players Association did a uh, survey of the players in the NFL, and they've graded every team on a scorecard of like facilities, how they treat the players, coaching staff, travel, whatever. The fucking Cardinals charging players for lunches, just taking it out of their check, like that type of shit. Yeah, right. So it, it has to be something that needs to be addressed. So, what else has been going on? The Oscars were, were completed. Everything. Yeah, everything, everywhere, all at once. Won all the awards. Yeah. Have you which, checked uh, out this new Netflix series, Beef? No, you told me to, but I have not yet. Yeah, run through that. Because, again, I think what's happening is, you know, we're seeing a wave of actors and actresses that we haven't seen. Okay. And I think, and even the writing and directing, you know, I was getting really worried about Hollywood just recycling everything. You know, just like, oh, what do we do now? And they just recycle another movie, recycle it, same story, another, you know, another twist. But, yeah, it's pretty good. I suck. Yeah. Soft? Super soft. Charmin soft. I, honestly, after I saw him, I couldn't it. fathom that the Knicks could ever so, win So, yeah, game. you went to a game. What's your, what's your report from, from a game? So, you went to the game they won. You went to game two yeah. in Cleveland. Looks like you had some pretty good seats. Good seats. The atmosphere seats. was good. Seemed, seemed loud. Yeah, it was you everything. It, and from that takeaway, it's like... They kicked the shit out of the Knicks. I could not fathom them going and losing the next game. And promptly... Horribly. Horribly. It's, it's weird. I, didn't think, I don't think they broke 80 points. I think they scored 79 points. Yeah, you could have had the under every single game. Yeah. yeah and that's where it's at. It's you been a really bad shooting two. series. My favorite series has been the Warriors-Kings uh, series. Yeah, you seem attached to the Warriors in a way. Kings. Oh, you like the Kings? Yeah, oh, like you've been betting the Kings. I can't stand Draymond Green. And you hope he's gone, right? Yeah, I hope the Kings win. And I just think it's a fun story. You know, a team that's been out of the playoffs for so long, blew past expectations for what anyone thought of them this year. De'Aaron Fox kind of emerged as like, oh, this guy, this guy's a player. Sabonis in there whipping passes around like his old man. <laughs> and see, that's the thing. I hear the name and I think, yeah, yeah Arvidas. Big ass head. <laughs> he's making a comeback. Um, so that's great. Mike Brown, you know, coach of the year. So that's fun. And yeah. it's just, it's just a fun. They're scoring 125 points a game each. Like, it's just like ridiculous shot making. And watching the Warriors sans Draymond is fun. Like, every time Draymond does something good, I'm like, ah, that fucking guy. Uh, but like watching Steph and Clay run around and just hit ridiculous shots, it's like, oh, yeah, that's. Calhoun was saying Sacramento is Golden State. Like they mean, oh, like the, player wise, like yeah, like this kinda. dude is that dude, this dude is this dude, this dude is that dude. Yeah, like, I, you're I, I get at yourself a younger version. I get the premise there, except there's a couple so of Sabonis there. is Draymond and 
Sabonis is not Draymond. Looney. Like, Sabonis. Sabonis is a good passer. Draymond's like a Hall of Fame level, level defensive player. Sabonis is that. And, and Steph Curry's the greatest shooter that's ever touched a basketball. So there's no like one to one comparison there. But I get what Cowherd's trying yeah. to do. They play a similar, you know, we're going to run, we're going to try to score points. I'm never up for any of that. We're going to fire shoot. Uh, it's late. It's tough. Well, I, if I'm working, there are times they, the other night I didn't get out till 5 a.m. Oof. What These happened there? Three-handed. Like, will someone just add this? Get wrecked for six hundred dollars like, at the end. That's what I'm like. I'm like, good for you. Good. That's what you fucking deserve. Getting wrecked. They both have a jack high stray. Okay. Guy jams. Guy mm-hmm. goes in the tank for a while. So he's understanding the process. You're trying to push me off a chop. Yeah. So he calls. He's got about I don't know five six hundred in front of him. Mm-hmm. Queen on the river, the guy had King Jack. Mm, now it's a King Guy straight. Yeah, King Guy like, straight. Fuck so. you, guy. Yeah, so that ended the game. I'm like, good. So, how quickly do you start looking for a chop if you're playing a tournament? Are you like eight guys? You're like, can we, can the we conversation, wrap this up? <laughs> what Andrew's asking is once you're at the final table, there's a prize pool. Players automatically will start discussing a chop. If you're the short stack, don't ever mention a chop. It's it's egregious in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, that's a good way you for you to get shitty. Like, okay, I can wait till you're gone and then but we'll talk chops get discussed a lot right around from where the time you post it. So let's say I go out there and I post four spots are going to get it paid, 1,600, mm-hmm. 400, and 200. They'll already start negotiating once it gets down to six players, what they call the bubble. So they're going to want to dilute that prize pool again and pay the fifth person. Mm-hmm. Once you get rid of the fifth person, the conversation moves to, should we squash all the money together and chop it and just, Yeah, and just call it Which a I would say 96% of tournaments end in a chop. It's just such a grind playing poker tournaments. Well, once you get to the point, if you can offer me a chop that's going to pay me over second place. Yeah, what's mine? I take it. I, in the back of my mind, always want to say no. Oh, I'm really? going to start thinking about putting a paper in my left pocket and one in my right pocket <laughs> and have the other player pick. And one will say no chop and the other one will say chop. And then if they say, well, the guy that doesn't want to chop automatically is going to lose because it's bad karma, I'll be like, I didn't pick. You did. Yeah. But I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah, but they chop a lot. I have one more tournament to play. It looks like I'm not going to win the league. It looks like I'm going to be in the play-in. So I'll have to play 10 players. If I win that tournament, I'll go mm-hmm. to the main main event. Let's go. So to talk about a grind. Try playing in it for a club of 60 people over mm-hmm. 10 months. Right. And, and then try to finish in the top 10 out of 60. And then a tournament that has, what, how many people do you think enters the World Series of Poker? Oh shit! Like we're talking over thousands. Thousands. Yeah. Yeah. Like eighteen hundred over multiple days. Yeah, I've never made it to a big group of Just like two hundred and eighty playing poker all day. Yeah, and it, they're long sessions. They're ten to twelve hours. Yeah, they're they're in there grinding. My TikTok algorithm tosses a bunch of poker on my timeline, so I'm always watching like old Daniel Magranu and Phil Ivey playing cards and stuff like that. That's always just so impressive. Uh, you remember the poker boom when like it was on ESPN all the time and people yeah. were like, whoa. Well, it really was because my friend Nick would come over and we'd watch it together. Like, imagine hey, yeah, imagine getting together at someone's yeah. house to watch poker. Yeah. But they were showing it in basically real time, you know, as, as, as it related to that. So you would get a new episode. Mm-hmm. So it was the year Moneymaker turned $30 into a seat. Chris Moneymaker. Chris Moneymaker, yeah. So $30 entry, he turns that into, you know, a free roll and gets into this bigger tournament and sends him Central in the World Series, then wins. Yeah. And that just thought every guy in America can win the World Series is what yeah. that boom started. 
celebrities always pop in there. You see Ray Romano in there. Yeah, all those guys. I played with Chris Jennifer Tilly. Jennifer Tilly turned like from actress to like a professional poker player. She's insane. <laughs> she yeah. is fucking nutty. But I did play with Chris Moneymaker. Oh yeah. He's at Mountaineer, and what they do, like the touring pros now, I call them touring pros. Just the pros, they're not touring. Sure. Um, you can buy like a class. Mm-hmm. And you come down there, and Chris Moneymaker will give you theory, like two hours of theory. You go to lunch, you come back, and then it all culminates with playing in a tournament, and he's going to be in the tournament. So we go down to play in the tournament with Chris Moneymaker, and there's some other pros there. So they come down for the weekend. They get paid. They get calm. They get chips, whatever. Sure. He busts out of the tournament. I bust out of the tournament. I'm playing 1-3. They announce over the loudspeaker, 2-5 game with Chris Moneymaker, if you're interested. Well, you... you to go over play two five, you need at least five hundred, in my opinion. You want to mm-hmm. be somewhere around hundred big blinds, so two five, hundred, five hundred gets you there. Um, I was playing tight. I'm, I'm like, fuck, I'll move. Sure, I'll move. Yeah. So I took over exactly what I had was like five ten, bought in for five hundred, sat down, just gonna play tight as fuck. He's three seats over to my left. Locked down, look down at tens. I make it like 15 bucks, something cheap. He's mm-hmm. just been smashing everything. He just bets, <laughs> bets, 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 he bets flops. Sure. He just hammers it. So, you know, get like five or six callers at 15. Dealer flips it over. I can see the 10 in the window, spreads it out. I flop a set. Mm-hmm. I just check, gets the money maker. He takes it up to like 85. I just flat. Call. It's just a smooth call. Uh, everybody else pretty much gets out of the way. A club hits. Doesn't really change any action. I check again. He makes a big bet. I come over the top all in. He snap calls. He doesn't show. So I'm yeah. setting a set of tens, and then a card hits the board, which pairs the board, gives me full house tens over. Mm-hmm. He goes, I would have had to call anyway. I had two pair. He goes, I'd make a boat too. I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> so for the longest time, I had a pair of tennis shoes that I bought that I called my money makers. Because uh-huh. I, I was proud to wear them because... Yeah. Took money the guy, off Chris yeah, money. Yeah, guy bought me yeah. fucking shoes. Well, there you go. That's a yeah. good story. I never yeah. knew that story. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. So I fucked him up. Yeah. Seven times. Nice. Been, been flopping a See, lot. See, you can do it. If that fat fuck can win the World Series. Yeah. 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 It's, it's an achievable dream. It's an, well, <laughs> sort of. Quasi. Yeah. I don't know anybody <laughs> six years old that's ever won it. No, it's a young man's game. Poker's a young man's game. I would like to play a World Old Series. Old ass like Doyle World Brunson. World Series super senior out there. event. I think I could win. There you go. But again, it's a matter of getting Fucking out there and playing. Old fucks. Yeah. Well, 60 plus. That's a super senior. Senior's 50 years old. In so super senior 60. 60 years. or older. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, and you, you've seen some of the young pros. I mean... I get bullied around Every, in Girard. Yeah, it always feels like everyone's like a fucking engineer. Yeah, I got bullied around in Girard. Like, yeah. yeah, that's what I sent that text to the group. I dropped 500 that day. I let out with ace, 10 of clubs for 15, get re-raised 45. Mm-hmm. I looked the guy up, flop four to the flush, which means there's two clubs on the board, so I have a draw to the nut flush with two cards that come. So I'm going to get about one out of three times. Um, I lead out the guy, comes over the top, all in. I snap call knowing I have a draw, but I, I still think my ace and 10 may still be good. Mm-hmm. The guy raised me to 45 with 7-3, flop two pair. Mm. Like, well. Then he turned a boat. Of course, that's so how I, that you, goes. You flip yeah. over your cards, you grab your card keys, and you're stuck 500 and like, go home. All right, this was fun. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> that's just blind aggression, though. The guy drives a Tesla, and, you know, that's the thing that you would run into the World Series. You would run into guys that have things that you don't have, which sure. are skill sets beyond where you're at because they understand maximum pressure, 
what it does to other players, your 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 mental side of it. And they'll, sure. they'll expose your weaknesses quickly. And like, not that it's not unimportant to some people, but if like you know, your net worth is twenty million as opposed to a guy winning his seat. Yeah, like yeah. you're gonna play a little differently. You yeah. know, that's gonna as far as aggressiveness and what you play and what you don't play. So yeah, and you know, my friend Tom Sarah finished fourteenth. So I do play with. World Series sure. caliber guys that have that kind of game. And he, in my opinion, is the best player in Northeastern Ohio. I've often thought about, like, going back in time, like, what were realistic things I could have done as, like, career paths? Like, you know, I wasn't athletic, so I couldn't have done any sports or anything like that. But, like, I liked poker from a young age. I, I enjoyed the card game. I obviously like gambling. You know, I'm not good at it, but that could have been an area where if you actually took the time, dedicated a little bit to it, studied it, you could turn it into a job. Yeah, and I think somebody like at Delaney's age, now at 17, I think that could be done, even sure. at that age, because then you yeah. start conceptualizing money and, and pressure points and things like that. But yeah, it would be difficult to really take your kid down that path. If you would have come to me no, and said, I'm going like, down that path, yeah, I would have yeah, been yeah, like, yeah, I'll back you. are like, all right, let's try to figure it yeah, out. We'll, yeah, we'll do it together, you know, but yeah. That'd be <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not... <laughs> Yeah, it's not something like, let me groom him to be a, a poker player. Yeah. But there are guys right now training their daughters because they, they bring something else to the game as well. Oh, yeah? It's tough. It's tough to play females. It's tough. That's interesting. Yeah. I was, I was re-watching uh, Justified for those uninitiated. Timmy Timothy Oliphant, Raylan Givens. Uh, great FX show, uh, which actually is coming back. There's a Justified miniseries that he's filming right now. So nice. be, on, be on the lookout for that. Uh, but one episode, Raylan's a U.S. Marshal. He shoots a bunch of people. And in one episode, he shot a woman. And it's like, did it feel weird? He's like, well, I normally don't shoot women. So it's like, yeah, it's a little, it's a little different. different. Yeah. So same, same idea of playing cards, a different, different element there. Yeah, my sister's taken to it really mm -hmm. well, to where she's listening to audiobooks. Yeah. So she's really putting the time into it. And that's what it is. And more relative, she does have the income. There you go. Yeah, and, you know, if she could understand pressure and when to apply it, you can really, you know, men have big, big, big egos. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. we digress. We digress. Um, yeah, what, what started that? We were talking about the Oscars went right into the playoffs and then yeah, all the Yeah, we just ran a little bit. Tangent. Been That's wanting. Right. That's all right. Wanting to do. As we're wanting to I do. Which I saw typed out the other day, and I don't think I've ever seen it typed out. W-A-N-T-O-N. What? Delaney got her driver's license, uh -huh. so you have to sign some sort of liability disclaimer about damages, and it's the first time I've ever uh -huh. seen the word wanton, like, printed. I didn't even hmm. realize it was a word like that. Are you sure it wasn't wanton? <laughs> it's was like you're it, <laughs> maliciously doing damage to somebody's property. Wanton destruction. Oh, interesting. Ubiquitous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How about we'll get that? Back. So what do you think for our timeline here? When are we going to get started again? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Because I, I would like a bit more runway into doing, like, our team preview things. Like, we could probably stretch that out once. Well, I think in, we instead could do a post like, draft one next week. Sure. Instead of doing, like, last, last year we did conferences at a time, we could break that down to divisions. We could do divisions at a time, and that will get us eight episodes leading into the season. You know, and then wow. we can and then we can do kind of like our awards 
awards show. Wow. Where, right. I, where I pick all Raiders again and it doesn't happen. Except yeah. the one that did. Rota. The one guy I never looked at. Josh Jacobs led the league in rushing. Looked right. at Adams. Looked at have. Max Crosby. Looked at Carr. But yeah, Josh Jacobs. That's, that's, what, I'm, that's what I'm thinking. And we'll bet unders on props if we have any money at that point in time. Yes. Unders, unders across the board. So we got uh, NBA playoffs going on. NHL playoffs are going on. Penguins missed the playoffs for the first time in 17 years. Fucking sucks. Got the coach fired Something though, like right? That. No, Sullivan's still there. What? GM. It wasn't his fault. GM got fired, which I'm very happy about. Um, and that's, that's pretty much it going on in the sports world. We got the draft this week. Um, oh, I did want to run through something with you because I was curious to see. Because you said you're not a big draft guy. I wanted to just kind of do a little, just dudes naming dudes with you for commanders, first-round picks to see who you remember liking and who you don't like. Um, most recently, Jahan Dotson. You love Jahan. Love him. You're, you're weirdly, like, linked to uh, Pennsylvania college football. Like, you're heavily invested in Pitt. Yeah. You paid pretty close attention to Penn State last year, too, because you had that weird Steelers bet. Yeah, and I'm excited about the quarterback. Remember, giant yes, quarterback, giant quarterback. Your way. Yeah. I mean, when I say big, <laughs> this dude is big. What do you see, this kid? Uh, Jamin Davis, you like him, but uh, yeah, he, he, he's kind of all right. He kind of played better towards the end of the year. And again, I guess if you're going to equate a defensive position to what looks hard, I think linebacker mm-hmm. in the NFL could be very hard. Yeah, it all seems hard. <laughs> yeah, it looks very hard. Uh, Chase Young, can't stay healthy. Got the tools. We'd like to see him play again. So there should be a full season next year, barring any energy, you know, any injury. So if you do get a lockdown cornerback or another piece, we could, again, arguably be a top 12 defense. It's actually a pretty impressive list I'm looking at first-round picks. 19 was a miss with Haskins. Again, RIP. Montez Sweat, though. Awesome. Great defensive defensive end, outside linebacker. Deron Payne, great player. Jonathan Allen, great player. Alabama. Uh, You took Josh Dotson. Not to be confused with. He was from TCU. Yeah. One of those guys. John that, he, when you, he sucked. He was when bad. They talk he about was, receivers, examples of receivers that did not translate. Yeah, when they say aerial or above the rim type of capabilities, be cautious. That just means he's, he doesn't get yeah, open. That just means he <laughs> made yeah, some tight coverages and he made some good catches. Uh, Brandon Sheriff, good guard. Oh, in, still insanely good. So uh, good. 2014 did not have a first-round pick. 2013 did not have a first-round pick. That was because traded for Robert Griffin in 2012. RG3. Who had a what could rookie, have been. Uh, rookie of the year season. Actually, the not, not a bad stretch. Like, I was expecting it to be because of the team success to mm-hmm. be worse. Like, that's a pretty good job acquiring talent. A lot of those guys are still on the roster. Yeah, and it, it points to our best part of our teams. I've been our defense for a while, and, yeah, they're all on that side. So it's just firmly Dan Snyder, like, fucking doesn't know what he's doing. I love the QB room now. We cleaned it out, got the brooms out, swept it out. Commander Sam. Yeah, let's go. Let's you know. go. Receivers were locked in. Like you say, if we add any depth at running back, good for us. And then beef up the line a little bit. Get I'm a quarterback. Gonna, I'm not going to do the Raiders because it will make me sad. Because I know it's bad because I've done it recently. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Draft preview. Get excited, folks. Thursday, NFL Network, ABC, ESPN, Kansas City. If you're going in person. I don't even know what there is to do in Kansas What's Kansas City known for? Behind? I don't even know what state they're in. It's uh, Kansas City, Missouri, right? Yeah. Not Kansas City, Kansas. Um, I guess they're known for barbecue, I would imagine, right? Yeah. A different kind of sauce. Like, if you get a choice of sauces, mm-hmm. Kansas City has a distinct flavor. I went to Columbus for, like, this bar crawl, crawl and yeah. got some, like, Nashville-style hot chicken. It's hot. It was so fucking good. It's hot. Yeah. Yeah, it was very hot. It's just hot, hot. It's but, that red pepper. 
Yeah, it's like the no. It's not sauce though. It's like no, in, it's like a dry rub. Chicken. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the cayenne pepper put right on the chicken, and then underneath the seasoning, and then fried. It's too hot. Nah, it was and the crawl was a good time. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was no, a lot of fun. No incidents. No, no, no. Popped around a couple bars, got a couple drinks, ate some chicken. It was a good time. Saw some <laughs> friends. So, all right, gang. Appreciate you listening. Um, excited for the draft, and then we'll we'll figure out. You know, we'll just surprise you when we start recording again. It'll be it'll be some point. Yeah, soon. you'll see it. We'll yeah, give you we'll some sort it. of heads up. It'll be out there, and we'll start mass producing T-shirts as we ramp up. Yeah, for we got the lady lined season. up. We get going. Oh, you got a lady? I got a lady. You got a T-shirt lady? I got a T-shirt lady. High quality tees. Where'd you Where'd you find a T-shirt lady? Rose. Oh, okay. <laughs> One of Rose's girls. Operate like a sweatshop in the basement. I have the time now. <laughs> All right, everybody, stay Bye. safe. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.